now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co host, Chris. You! And Stack Guy Ryan. What What's going on, fellas? How are you, pal? Uh, well, we got a whole lot of uh, cheating to talk about, and I don't mean extramarital, although that might be more. You! That might be more fun than. Uh, it probably would be. Than talking about this uh, banging on. Well, it, it's still all banging, right? Yeah, it's all just banging. It's all banging, banging, banging on I just, garbage cans. We're going to have Joe Rivera, the Sporting News, on in a little bit after we kind of work through this ourselves here. Uh, well, first of all, did we have our own little scandal going on here at NYY Sports Talk, and it's the fact that Stack Guy Rye won't punch Chris in the face I'm as done. per the punch on the pod. I actually, that. can I say something? I'm glad you brought that up. I have I have to ask the commissioner a question. The commissioner of baseball? No, the commissioner of the punch on the pot. Yeah, what's that? Which is you. Okay. I thought about this. Let's say Ryan goes full force for the punch. Completely blows it. Do you think he should be penalized where the, it's still trans? Penal- the penalty is that he missed you. Yeah, yeah the one is that it's but on like, camera come on, of dude. Me- you have one chance to punch me. You've been holding Why back. Why do you keep, at, you keep <laughs> trying to add? First off, it was spo- it originally was I got to punch you in the face. Now, then it became I get to dodge the punch. I get to avoid the punch. Now if he messes up the punch, do I get to hit him? Yeah. What are you doing, if Chris? He, I'm just trying to get if to he, Christian here. If I, he I'm tugging at his heart. Complimenting, Chris. If he attempts what I deem a full legal punch and misses, that's it. It's over with. It's done. I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to tug at Christian's heartstrings here because... When this happens, when you attempt to punch me, when I punch you, Christian is going to be very disappointed if it's not flush. Very. He's going to be disappointed. So, do you think because the of breaks. because of your disappointment that your your pain and suffering of well, him not hitting your me pain and suffering. that Ryan should then have some type of Chris, stop wearing your glasses on the pod. I'm not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> Look, it's it's up to Ryan. My pain and suffering will be transferred onto making fun of him for for hitting for not being able to connect with you. Okay, so either I'm gonna be ecstatic that you're gonna get knocked out, or I'm gonna be ecstatic that I get to rip Ryan for throwing a little girl punch. Okay, so or maybe you should keep the glass on because that blocks the peripheral there. With the I'm nah. not looking at. We're gonna put. It, I don't look, need peripherals I when I have a I'm gonna vi- when I have a video monitor. Right, According well, to what I'm I, letting you know now, though, that I'm giving you a warning to make sure you don't wear your glasses on the podcast anymore because when I hit you, it's gonna hurt with <laughs> nice. those glasses. All right. So the Yankees are reporting to spring. <laughs> apparently, pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training for the Yanks on February 12th. That means our last day to record will be February 9th. So if I sign off on February 9th and the punch has not been attempted. Ryan's got to get a haircut. Wow. Wow. A short one. We're not just talking yeah. clipping yeah, yeah, yeah. dead ends okay. on that long yeah, that little, uh, on that long hair you up. got there. We're talking you're getting yeah. a, you're getting a full blown haircut. So we're coming But let me commish that yeah. has to be done on the pod. What, the haircut? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So we're coming down to shoot here. I mean, if we don't do it today, we have three more recording days. 
until the Yankees report to spring training. You know, Jack's pretty good with scissors. My two-year-old. Uh, so you, you want Jack to cut? Have, we could have Jack cut. We'll ponytail it, and Jack could cut the ponytail first. Okay, deal. But guess what? That's not even going to happen. All right, Ryan. I'm just saying. You got no, three. If you don't I, do I, it today. Wait, many, I got three episodes. You got three more episodes after today. So. All right. Plenty of time. You should really selflessly not punch me, and we should cut your hair and donate it. I think that would oh, be. No. Why'd you have to say that? Chris? Wow, what a think, scummy prick! I think now, that, you, now you just made me. Look I think that bad would be now really I'm definitely just such you. a selfless. No, 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 no. You know who and looks then bad I'll get in a all this? Right after Chris looks the worst in all this because he used charity yeah. to get out of getting punched in the face. He's trying to make you look like a scumbag by not donating to charity so he doesn't get hit. True. That's a that's Unreal. a that's a real dick move on his part. It, it really was. That was uncalled for. Yeah. You know what else was uncalled for? All this cheating in Major League Baseball. So now, dude. <laughs> so now, since the last time we recorded, four people have been fired. Uh, Jeff Lunau, the GM of the Astros, and three managers are now unemployed. The Astros manager AJ Hinch, Boston's Alex Cora, and the Mets Carlos Beltran, which only in Mets only the Mets could bungle <laughs> it as bad as they did. But you know, unreal. Unreal. We we go into detail with Joe with a lot of that, but the whole belt. I want to get more of your take on the whole Beltron thing. Do you think it was fair? Because I think I think out of everything, you can justify everything else happening, and the main debate has been Beltron and what was fair to him because he was a player at the time. And I'm not. Let's start with not the fact that he was fired because that's a organizational decision. Let's start with the fact that he was a player at the time and the only player named in the commissioner's investigation. Why? Why was that? Because he's a manager. Exactly. It, and I said that, and I agree with that 100. percent So in you're my, so you're okay with it? Him being named? Yes. Not really, but I understand why they did it. So then, why aren't you okay with it? What? You understand why they did it because understanding why they did something is. You I'm have, not really okay it. with it because no other player got named, but I understand why they did it because he is a man. He, well, he was. He was a manager. So they, I guess that was kind of like a wink-wink So don't you think they the, had to the do Mets. it? Again, if no other player is being punished, But why no other was, player is a manager from that team right now. So you can't use that argument. Because you're no, saying you understand why they did it. I understand why they did it, but he didn't. Nobody told him he had to be fired. The Mets just went ahead and did this right. because they're they're, so, they're the Mets. So, so it sounds like you are okay with him being named, but you're not okay with him being fired. You can name him, but you don't have to fire him. I didn't think the Mets had to fire him at all. I think they would have gotten by just fine. And I think Beltron is too much of a likable guy to let this linger too long i think you it would have been you would have moved past it but this this is where i different differentiate the beltron situation with everybody else aj hinch was fired because he damaged the reputation of the astros and they didn't want to go forward with him cora red sox and the astros for beltron it was more of the question well this guy's named as a cheater do we want this uh, do we want Beltron to be the manager going forward and to be the leader for this group? Because Degrom was uh, adamant last year that the Dodgers are stealing signs when he was pitching. I'm going to do the rest of the show like this so no one can steal signs. That's a good idea. Listen, right? So you know, go, if it's it's more about the 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 disruption 
with Beltron, whereas Hinch and Cora were being penalized for their actions. Beltron, it was more, we just don't want this around anymore. Can I can I yeah. tell you something? Mm. And at the end of the show, stick around. Anyone who uses DraftKings, I have a story to tell, and you should hear it. Um, but look this up for me, Rye. I believe MLB gets... I believe they benefit from legalized sports gambling. Correct? Christian, you, you usually know that shit. I'm assuming if they're using actual uh, likenesses and MLB and FanDuel strike sports betting. Okay, deal. there you go. So that that's all I needed to hear. First that money coming in is so great that I'm telling you this had a big, big deal with why these teams were obligated to fire anyone named in that report because they could not have anyone questioning the validity of a game at this point. Because they couldn't risk losing that money, losing those partnerships. I promise you, if sports gambling was not uh, online sports gambling in New Jersey right now, whatever, was not legal, Beltron wouldn't even have been thought of fired, thought of being fired at all. That had a huge deal. That's why the commissioner felt obligated to name him at, even though he was a player at the time. That is a that was their number one thing when it came to outside of the actual Astros that were still there managing the team and whatnot, exposing these guys. Because you could have just because look, expanding that investigation and releasing all they did, all it's doing is making it worse every single day by more and more things coming out. They didn't want to do that. They had to. And it's because of those partnerships. They needed to yeah. they needed to make sure that they didn't lose that. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a possibility, and and that's that's an element of this whole thing. That once it, if this really starts to uncover, and there's more to it than what we already know, I'd love to know if if this was so known that that Vegas had some sort of knowledge on it. Well, you know the mattress king guy. You remember him? Kinda. Bet the millions on the Astros to win the World Series last year. Yeah, kind of. He's fighting for his money back oh no way yeah because he's he's saying look i can't trust baseball anymore how many of these games are even real did Who's... he win a ton of money in 2017 when no. the astros cheated pretty... uh yeah maybe yeah so... but i'm just saying he's just his fight is the and I, he probably won't win but i'm just saying if he's doing it think about all the millions of people who were betting on on baseball and think of the millions of people who won't even think to bet on baseball anymore because you just can't trust what's going on unless you weed out all the people that were connected to this scandal. And that's, in my opinion, that's why Beltran was fired. That's why Cora was let go because this investigation with the Red Sox didn't even come out yet. And they got, they got rid of him. And they loved him. They were fucking crying getting rid of him. I think it has a big deal. Big, big deal to do with why they were let go. I don't think it has... I think it played a part. I don't think it's as big of a deal as you seem to make it out to be. I think that they just wanted to get this out of the game. They wanted to put... 
But put why? It if out they there, knew it was happening, and so many teams do it all the time, there's so many reports. They don't like, of it they, they don't over like the things years. rubbed in their face. It's, that's what it is. They don't like things that are rubbed in their face. And uh, you know, they put out the memo that said to cut the shit, and and these teams didn't. So that's why they got in trouble for it. If they like. You know, there's rumors about other teams, even the Yankees, the the uh, Brewers, the I think the Dodgers have been all connected to doing some type of sh- stuff with the yeah. surveillance. But they apparently none of them did it after the memo came out, and the Red Sox and the Astros continued to do it. That's why they got in trouble for it. Do you find it surprising at all that all the attention is on how Houston cheated, and it's not on? Well, why didn't MLB? really do anything to try and stop this from happening. Dude. I think MLB needs to be held more accountable, almost almost more accountable than Because Houston they're reactive, not proactive. It's, it's the same thing that they did with the steroids. steroids. They didn't care until somebody made a big deal about it. There's now exactly. this if the Someone's athletic change they know, shit. they know every come on, you mean to tell me that they don't know Bro, there was a whole investigation in twenty seventeen through twenty eighteen. If the athletic never if Mike Fires doesn't come out and blow the whistle on this whole thing and the athletic yeah. article doesn't come out, no they don't they, you, you don't even nothing. this is nothing. This is like a pimple on the ass of life right now. Listen, it's like a, a minor annoyance that would just go away in a couple of days. I have a but now it's a whole whole big thing. I have a family member that has worked in Major League Baseball for his entire professional career. And he said to me this past Christmas, he said, I promise you, there's one thing I can tell you. Everyone close to the game knew that this was going on. Maybe not to the extent, but they knew it was going on. Everyone knew it. It was not a surprise. But just like with, uh, what's his face from the A's with the steroid error? What was his name? Ken Caminetti? Him coming up to the players union and saying, guys, I'm telling you, there's people taking illegal illegal drugs and performance enhancers and blah, 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 making this big stink, going public, and that's when Major League Baseball had to say, ah, shit, we got to do something about this. You think they didn't know? You think, you think they're fucking stupid looking at Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds' fucking head grow over, the, over his career and hitting 73 home runs in one season? Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, you think they didn't know? No, it was great for baseball. It was great for the fans. It was great for ratings. It's just, it's really starting to piss me off, though, now. They're doing so much to change the game, and they're trying to make it more, you know, uh, popular amongst uh, general population, and, and they're changing, you know, we have a three-batter minimum this year, a pitch clock, and all of this. But how about you do your part in being more transparent with your fans and, and put out a product that we can watch and we could see, and it's it's truthful. It's not deceiving. We're not watching a bunch of a guys do... Fuck, I don't fucking know what I'm even saying anymore, there's, guys. There's no one officiating. It just really bothers me at there's, this point. There's no, one, there's no one looking over the, the commissioner or MLB's shoulder in all of this, so they can be reactive. There, there's no one now at this point going to question. Hey, how much did you know before all of this, and how much did you let go on? Because it's not like a federal scandal, so they are allowed to just say, "Yeah, I didn't know anything until uh, Mike Fires said." Yeah, wait till the Congress gets involved again, like they did with the steroids. Do you think that will happen? No, they're too busy doing other shit these days. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. To me, if you were telling me that teams were cheating to win versus teams like the Black Sox scandal, that bothers me way more than teams that are cheating to win. Why? Because it does. Because that really, you're throwing a game. You're purposely losing. The end result is still to win. But Christian, 
when the Black Sox did what they did inside baseball, not not in life, who did they affect inside baseball negatively other than themselves? Who? It doesn't matter. Who did the who did the that Astros is, affect negatively? That, that to me is way worse. No is, way is throwing games because then you know you're not watching something that's real. No way. There's no way. Ultimately, both scandals did one thing, and that was severely damaged the integrity of the game. And yes. that's what it it's all about. Integrity. That's all this that's all Major League Baseball stands for. Integrity. It's always that word. But let me ask you a question, Christian. Think of it this way. We're playing any type of competitive game. I would probably win straight up, but let's mm-hmm. just say let's just say I decide because it's going to benefit me at the end of the day, I'm going to let you win. How do you feel? You won. You don't know that I let you win, but you won. But then what if you found out that that I cheated let you to win. beat you and I and I screwed you out of everything. Even if even if you think or anyone else thinks that even if I didn't cheat, I still would have beat you. I still took that away from you. You still can question now if you should have won. That's why I think the Astros scandal is the worst scandal in in all of baseball ever, possibly every sport ever, because they did not just affect themselves. They affected everyone they played, whether it was one game, whether it was 10 games, they affected everyone they played every time they That's cheated. That's fine. You're entitled to that opinion. I don't necessarily agree with it because I think that taking a dive and losing on purpose is worse than, than cheating to win. I'm not saying that this was good. I'm not excited about it. Like, oh, yeah, let's, let's everybody cheat to win. But if you're going to put A versus B, taking a dive to lose on purpose, that's way – that's because that, that just – at the heart of it, you're still a competitor. You're trying to win – and then you're going to take a dive and lose? That, that that's... So the actual act is what's bothering you. But what I'm saying is, as far as a big scandal goes, in my opinion, so many more people were affected by what the Astros did in inside baseball. So that's why I take that as way worse. Because, hey, fuck it. Yeah, the Black Sox were fucked up for what they did. They, they, they killed the integrity of the game. But at the end of the day, inside baseball, they only killed themselves. The Astros killed everyone who came their way. And that's why I think... Other players, too, that they were Yeah, facing. think about the players they were facing. I mean, come on. Think of that rookie that just got called up and his first start is in Houston. Yeah. And he gets shellacked Listen, and gets sent right back down. You want to talk about the integrity of the game? I agree with you. What the Black Sox did killed the integrity more because it's a lot easier to sit down and, and take a dive than it is to cheat and still be good in a sport as difficult as baseball. However, when you want to look at the the big picture of who was affected in this, from the teams all the way down to the individual players, the Astros affected people well, we way more. We can't quantify what it actually did. We know what happened, that they purposely lost the World Series. But who we cares? It was on them. It, so they what? lost. They okay, lost. Okay, they lost. We know that what they did actually affected the outcome of the game. We still can't quantify this. And I'm not going to sit there and listen to people tell me, oh, the Yankees would have won the ALCS in 2017. Really? Uh, they wouldn't. In my opinion, they wouldn't have. They scored three runs in four games. But you're looking at from it from an outsider. That's why I tried to give you that example. They, Think it, of it as an insider of the fact that you could even question it. 
if, yeah, you can't quantify it, but you can question. Oh, it. Altuve knew what Chapman was gonna was gonna throw that slider. Yeah, of course he did. I could have fucking because the ball hung at from from the minute he left his fingertips. He knew it, it, it sat there and hung. Anybody a decent uh, with any type of talent like Altuve is gonna murder that ball. Yeah, here's what I'm doing if I'm Major League Baseball. All right, if you go back to all the on-the-field cheating scandals, I'm not talking about steroids or even the Black Sox. Well, steroids is cheating. No, I'm talking about in the game, how, manipulating the game. What's the com- common ground? You're fine. Whether you're using binoculars, cameras, what are you using those for? Apple Watches, what are you doing? To, take, to get an edge. But how? What are you doing? Stealing you're, signs. You're stealing signs. If I'm Major League Baseball, I am doing whatever it takes to figure out a new way for the catcher to relay signs to the pitcher because that's what it comes down to. That's what has to change. And whether it's fucking buzzers, you want to take a a page out of their playbook, if that's the case, they have to find a new way for the catcher to relay signs to the pitcher because every time there's an on-the-field scandal where you're, you're getting an unfair advantage, it comes down to the catcher and the pitcher. There are different ways, though. But it all—it's all hand signals. It's all changing. I mean, without without significantly slowing down the game, what else are you going to do? Something you're going to text. I mean, you're going to text the a, pitcher. It's a billion-dollar industry. There's there's got, there's people in charge that are smarter than us that can figure something out. Yeah, but for it to be done in an instant, I it, mean, there's yeah. really no other way to if do we, it. Is. If we ever thought that uh, that like a team was stealing signs or anything, we would do something like. Uh, you know, the catcher would just put down a bunch of different signs, but his glove hand say, right, while he was given the signs, if it was face up, it's fastball, face down, change up, closer to his chest, curveball. It didn't matter what signs he was putting down. Just ultimately, the that's, still, that's still a sequence that can be identified. Right, but like Christian said, what else are you going to do? You can't throw buzzers Something. into a game where, where already... We're already, yeah. You don't again, think somebody can intercept that? Exactly. Hack it with a Bluetooth or something? It's well, just, then, it's well, then Major League thing. Baseball needs to have uh, do a better job with security. They need to have more employees in the dugouts, in the locker rooms, cameras, microphones, whatever it takes. Yep, and they At started the the day, doing this, that, but this it's got to be more. This isn't a government property. This is a private business. They could do whatever the hell they want. They could throw cameras down the entire hallways, throw, put a bunch of employees in the dugouts. They, they, need, they need to be proactive now. To me, it's simple. To me, there's such there's so much technology out there now that you can have someone third party from Major League Baseball at every stadium, and you should be able to know how many cameras are supposed to be in on the in the stadium at the time, and you should have technology. There's technology out there that will tell you how many different receptors are in your area, and if there's something out of whack, that needs to be addressed. They're, they did start putting people in the video rooms. They did start putting people in the clubhouses and stuff like that. So they are doing a good job. But it's got to be better now. It's got to, you cannot question it anymore. And again, if it, there's a runner at second base and they're picking up signs, you steal them all day. That's fine. And that should always stay fine. This has been going on in baseball for over, for at least 70 years. You heard, uh, you know, the the old, uh, urban legends of uh, the Giants doing it in the 50s. You heard Jack McDowell say Tony Russo was doing it in the 80s. So 
So this is nothing new. It's just getting worse because the technology is better. And the reason, again, why it's such a big deal is because Major League Baseball got their nose rubbed in it because they said to stop, and these teams didn't stop. And that's why they're they're pissed off about you it. You want to know the rules? Is it in the rules? Can you steal signs if you're on second base, or is that not? Is that in it's the rules? It's an unwritten rule. It's just it's an unwritten, unwritten thing. gamesmanship. It's, all right, just, but it's not a rule. You're, okay, if you're gonna, you know, the technology is a rule. You can't use yes. devices. That came in so 2018. That's where it's much different to me. Where yes, it has been going on, but that is totally fair game because that's you're just playing the game. That's baseball. But look, technology he, wasn't around in 1919. I'm gonna make a great the point. The way it is now. I'm gonna make a great point right now. Okay, you see catchers go visit visit the mound, and everyone thinks it's just like they're going out there and saying, "Hey, man, calm down a little, take a deep breath, find your mechanics." No, it's not always that. It's, hey, look, uh, this guy's on second base again, so instead of going, we were going to go with the third sign, we're going to go back to the second sign. Um, now this guy's on first base. He could possibly see my signs. Let's switch it up. We're going to go with the fourth sign. Oh, this time around, I'm going to hit my chest, and that's going to be the guess – what, guess what Major League Baseball did over the last couple of years? They limited catchers going out to talk to pitchers, which limits how many times they can go out and talk and say, hey, we should really switch up our signs this time around. So they're limiting, limiting the possibility of the catcher going out to talk to his pitcher to make sure they can keep switching up these signs and they're on the same page. So now teams are going to be more reluctant to, to make it too confusing. So Major League Baseball is fucking, they're fucking themselves because they want the game to speed up, right? That's what they want. Let the catchers go back out to the pitching mat to the pitchers mat as much as they want. Let them keep changing up the signs. You won't have this shit. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, am I right? What that people won't steal signs anymore? No, they... no. What I'm saying is that was a way to prevent it from happening. To go out there, talk to your pitcher, be on the same page. We're going to go with the first sign this time around. I'm going to give you 10 different signs. But they can't talk in between innings and say, hey, you know what? If I do, if I listen, bro, it depends on who's this. That means then we're going to go to this because now I I don't feel comfortable with the guy at second base. So, you know, if I, you know, watch me, like if I stand up and uh, I point to the third, you know, there's ways around it. And now you do see a lot of pitchers with the note card in their, yeah, in their brain. All I'm saying is they're just making teams a little more reluctant to, to get too crazy with it. If or Jose I, Altuve is I on set my note card, you know, that means that I want to, you know, I want to change the signs and then we're going to go. Yes, to this I sequence. agree with you, but there's so many different things happening during the game. How can the catcher be sure that the pitcher truly knows what's going on and that they're on the same page? So they don't want to switch it up too much. If Jose Altuve gets three doubles in a game by the third time he's on second base you need to go out to talk to the pitcher and say hey look he's been on second base two times he knows the sequences right now we need to switch this up the the baseball is making catcher scared to go to the mound i'm sorry you can't have the best of both worlds you now have a sport that you think all the issue is is the the time of the game and how quick it moves no your biggest issue now is that teams are fucking cheating. So focus on that. Focus on the cheating. Focus on bringing it back to a pure game. 
It's been it's been it's never going to be a pure game because as long as as long as there's the money involved and and winning and all this other stuff, people are going to try to gain an edge. Yeah, it's but just, there's going to be something else. But Christian, but gain an edge. It's it's a it's another scandal now. We had the steroids. Now we have this. Yeah, and in and twenty years you'll we'll have something else. I'm telling. But, yeah, but that's because of their inaction. They're not doing anything. They don't I understand do anything. that. I said that. So that it's time for this new decade for them to fucking change their s- style. And, and start enforcing their rules. I think they did enforce their rules. That's why we saw four did people they? get fired. Yeah, they didn't after when it the happened, fact. They did it two years later. Oh, now the investigation is complete. Well, the investigation should have... They knew, dude. The investigation. They knew. Everybody right. knows they knew. So that, then you're proving my point. When I'm they, just saying, when they this hear is, something... Uh, this might stop this form of cheating, but to say that it's going to eradicate okay, all so the cheating... Other forms so of then cheating the, next time, the next time there's another cheat, new way to cheat and they hear about it, the second they hear yeah. about it, there needs to be an investigation. But based on their track record, do you really expect them to no, do that? No, exactly. but that's so, what Ryan's saying. Yes, they that, need that, to. That, yeah. that needs to change. Did I not say that at least once already, that they need to be proactive yes, instead of reactive? but that's what he's saying. Yeah, but... He's not saying Are they, they going will. to be? No, and, that's when, not in, the point. In 15 years, when somebody figures out something else are they gonna and no they get tipped not. off on it they're gonna be Using like drones from yeah whatever the hell that it is you know they're not gonna be like oh let's investigate this no, they're gonna I wait for somebody not. to blow the whistle on and then they're like oh now we now we have to do something yes, about it's it it's a shame it, they'll never change but all all he's saying is they need to and they won't and i agree with that they're, but it's they're not up. gonna yeah, they're no, not that's that's so so that so at the end of the day christian you're right this isn't a big deal because you know what? It's going to keep fucking happening. MLB's going to continue to allow this shit until they can't anymore. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's just focus on the the what I think is going to be the I best. I think people are way too in, honestly, you you know what? You want a hot take here? I think people are way too in their feelings about this cheating scandal. I would I prefer it not happen? Absolutely. You don't want to see teams cheating, but am I sitting there saying, "Oh, I hate baseball now. No. I don't love baseball anymore." Oh, dude, you know what? Because and and Yankee fans are the worst about this. And you know what? Nobody wants to give back the World Series that Roger Clemens pitched in, right? Did he not cheat? Cheater. Steroids are cheating. There's a reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Robinson Cano, 2009. A-Rod, 2009. Steroid cheaters. Both got suspended for it. Yeah. Do you want to give the ring back? Right. So why should the Astros have to give their ring no, back? No, I agree with you in that. And I'll be honest with you. When you if you were to if you were to ask me what truly bothers me about this, it's not the actual, it's not the fact that they cheated. It's not that I think the Yankees or any other team were cheated out of a, out of a ring. It's not the fact that the Astros won the title. The, the only thing that bothers me, there's two things. One, the level that they took this to. That's very bothersome to me. You know, my what bothers me the most about it is is really what came out yesterday at the Houston Fan Fest that they did and the smugness that Altuve okay. and Bregman had okay. about the whole friggin' thing. Well, that That's was, what pisses that me was off number the most two. about it. That was number two for me. But let me just expand upon number one is the level they, they went to to do all this. It wasn't just like, hey, we're going to throw someone in center field. He's going to have binoculars and relay the signs and we're going to figure things out. They think about the intricate planning that had to go into this as an organization to do what they did. That that bothers me a lot. The second thing, like you just said, is the smugness, not just from the other day, but from the beginning of all this. Go back and listen to AJ oh, Hinch in the LCS. Uh, anyone who thinks we're cheating is 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 just an idiot. 
No, you're a fucking well, idiot. Well, you don't have a job now. You jerk of it, you off. Dumbass. So. Okay, that's what. But that's really at the end of the day, it's the smugness. Alex Bregman can fucking go jump off a fucking cliff yeah. and hurt himself. Not nice. kill him. Hey, hurt good, himself. Chris. You're learning. Okay, fuck you. And you know what? You know what's going to be the sweetest fucking thing? You know what? I hope the fucking Astros are good this year. I hope they are. And I want them in the fucking ALCS because I want to fucking destroy them. I want them. I want them to be fucking good because I want to be the fucking, I want the Yankees to be the fucking team that knocks them the fuck out. That's what I want. That's what will make me feel better about the whole thing. It, would it though? I yeah, because you want to know why? Fuck them. Like, it's not gonna. If the Yankees beat them in the NLCS this year, it's just gonna be like. We uh, grew up through some really fucking scummy Red Sox teams. I've never hated a team more than the Houston Astros. And again, it's not the cheating; it's the smugness of it that they thought they were too good, too good to get caught. They were so good they could even make references references of it subliminally or sub you know subtly, and they thought they would never get caught. And now that they're caught. Oh no, we're we're still gonna be good. We, you know that's not a concern for me. Fuck you. I just uh, it just. I mean, what does it mean at the end of the day? They cheated. They won. They cheated. But if the Yankees did the same shit and they got busted, are you are you screaming Christian, to give back? I will be honest with you. Well, are you screaming to give back the World Series? No, I will be honest with you though. Because and I know this for a fact because it started to like leak before people squash it that the Yankees were cheating too, my heart sunk. Like, my stomach dropped. I would be very, very upset if it came out the Yankees were doing this shit. I'm not saying I wouldn't be a fan, but I would truly be disgusted that they did it that to that level. I would be. So for Astros fans to just go around and say, you know what, fuck you guys, you're wrong, this person's an asshole for doing this, just fucking own it own it you cheated it was fucked up you enjoyed the world series and that's great that's what that's all you care about being a fan is winning it all but don't sit here and say we're fucked up for being upset about it yeah there's no justifying it because it was pro- it, they proved that they were cheating i don't know maybe i'm in the minority i'm not really i'm i i wanted out of the game i want you want the game being played on a certain level but i'm not you know again at the end of the day like i'm not i don't i'm not that upset about it like, i'm not upset about the actual cheating i'm upset because I hate them. Because they make me sick. I hate Alex Bregman. I hate Jose Altuve. You hate them because... So the, the fact that they were trying to get one... Since 2015, the Astros have knocked the Yankees out of the playoffs three times. Yes. They can't seem to beat them. Yes. And now you hear this shit that they may have had yes. an edge to beat you. Look, dude. If this was the White Sox who did it... And there's smug pricks about it. That's what's really bothering If you. this was the White Sox who did it... If this, yeah, if this was the White Sox... I wouldn't care And everybody said care the less. same thing. If you listen to WFAN, you listen to ESPN Radio all week, if this was the Kansas City Royals embroiled in a scandal, it's not a big deal. You want to know why? Because they didn't... What did it do for them? Now people are questioning whether or not the World Series... and The greatest thing that you can be in Major League Baseball is a World Series champion. It's what you play for, and now they're questioning whether or not that's legitimate. Or but not. here's the thing. So if you're an eighty if you're an eighty two win team, you don't make the postseason and you're the masterminds of this whole cheating sk- scandal, who cares? But if the Royals did it, I wouldn't care about the cheating, but I'm saying I don't care about it now. But if they I would still be upset about the the level they took to to get there. And if they were smug like the Astros, 
I would I would say that they uh, they pissed me off too. I know what CC Sabathia went and said that he feels cheated at a couple World Series rings. I mean, you know he's entitled to that. He was in the locker room. Yeah, but dude. he 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 left everything out on the field to try to win these things. But as a fan, honest to God, I don't feel like the Yankees should have any more rings on any more but, tallies but up dude, on the wall. I we, don't. We know CC enough by listening to him, and if you listen to the to his show with with Ruko, you know CC's not that guy. You know he's doing this so that. These players feel like they have a chip on their shoulder to, for him, to to really stick. Whatever it. his reasoning is for it, you know, he's allowed to feel that way. He was, and and a lot of players have come out and they're not happy about it. And I understand that you want the game played at a certain level, but I'm talking about as Yankee fans, the ones that are very vocal about this on social media that the Reds, the uh, the Astros need to give back their World Series, and the Yankees should nah. have this. No, they absolutely uh, they not. shouldn't. They, they sh- they absolutely should not. You I'm know sorry. what's good That's enough? My you, opinion, and I'm, you I, know what should be good enough for you as a fan is the fact that people will question it. The fact that it will not be pure. The fact that you can put an asterisk next to it. You now. can't throw stones when you live in a glass house. And we won, and we have to be fair about it. We won a lot of World Series with guys that are tainted. Yeah, you have. Guys on the teams in 98, 99, 2000, 2009 that are tainted, steroid guys that were big, big components to you winning those World Series. You're not asking anybody to take your rings away for those. So, you know what? Maybe it is more systematic that it was a whole organizational thing, and I get that, but you're not going to take it away from the Houston Astros. You're not. Too many people nowadays want to just erase things that shouldn't have been there. Instead, see for me, I want the Astros to keep that title. I want to see an asterisk next to it, or at least know that everyone who says the Astros won a World Series title in 2017 will also have the thought in the back of their mind that it really might not have been. And people what say, "Oh, you got to take it away so it never leaves history." No, let it. The stay Black there. Sox scandals never left history. I understand let it, they didn't have anything taken away from let that. Let it but stay there. You still, a hundred years later, are we still not talking about this? It's still right. It, it, so I'm sure keep, in a hundred years, people will still talk about. Let this. them keep that title because what good is a title that is just questioned? What good is it to say you won the 2017 World Series, but every single person in the entire world who knows about this now is going to say, "But did you win it fairly? Should you have won it?" That's enough. That's enough to know that justice was done at this point for what this was. Don't erase it. Don't take it back from them. Make them fucking keep it. Make them answer questions every time it's brought up. Fuck them. And what will make it even sweeter is winning a World Series in 2020. So, again, I just, I don't know. I'm just... I'm just. I just feel differently about the whole. Ch- I'm just tired. It's a big story. I get it. We got to cover it. We got to talk about it. I'm just. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. I want to cover baseball. And, and as a Yankee fan, I don't feel like I. I have anything owed to me because of it. I no. don't. No, you shouldn't. I sat there and I watched both of those series. Were if they, were they cheating? Probably. You know what's but, owed to us? A World Series title, and not because the Astros cheated. If the Astros cheated in, in 2019, the Yankees still had no starting pitching to win Game 7, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, real, and realistically, that's how I feel about that. In, 20, in 2017, it, the Yankees didn't win a game in Houston, but it wasn't because the Astros were tearing the cover off the ball because they knew the signs were coming. It's the, the Yankees, Yankees couldn't score. Hit. And the Yankees, look, look look it up. What did the Yankees lose those games? 2 nothing, one nothing. I, I mean, think it was 2 nothing and, and 3-1 or something. 
They didn't I, score runs. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't feel like the Yankees were. You know, you're entitled to your opinion. You, yeah. if you're listening to this show and you feel like, oh, he's way off base, you're entitled to it. No, you're, here's here's what I'll say. If you want to sit back and say everyone that played the Astros was cheated in some way, fine. But don't single it out to the Yankees just because they played him in the ALCS. If you want to, if you want to say it was unfair leading up to that that the Astros maybe shouldn't have been there, I agree with that. Maybe they shouldn't have been. But, Yankee, in but, games one and two in 2017, both two one losses. Then in game uh, six, they scored seven runs. So were they they decided to cheat that game, and then they lost four nothing in game in game um, in game seven. Yeah, they scored one. One run though. I mean, even and if the Astros weren't cheating, it, all they had to do was score two runs. We watched that game. They couldn't touch Morton and McCullers. They couldn't touch them. They could have another ten innings off those two guys, and they weren't going to score a run in Look, that game. I tweeted this out. This is the last thing I have to say on the whole thing. No one. I can sit here confidently and say, the Astros were talented enough to win that World Series, cheating or not. No one questioned that. No one questioned how talented those guys were, except for one team, and that was the Astros. They questioned how talented they were. And in the end, do you think it's worth it? Probably. Yeah. I, I don't think it, uh, one fine. of them in their mind is, is doubting the, what they did to That's get there. That's fine. But they were the only ones questioning their own talent because they were the ones who felt they needed an edge. So do you really feel bad for a team that feels they need to cheat when they were really that good? Who cares? I feel bad for Let them. them have it. Fuck them. Let's just keep getting better. Like I said, it brought us to getting Garrett Cole. It brought us to getting guys like DJ. Having the team that we have now because of how all the losing. So let's just hope for the best moving forward. And that's it. And so moving forward here, let's go right into our interview with Joe Rivera of the Sporting News. Follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Rivera SN. Always a a nice talk with Joe. Touch on cheating and the actual stuff that's going to affect, you know, games because spring training is coming up soon. So uh, right around the corner. Let's go. Let's go right into the interview with Joe Rivera. All right, Chris and Christian Stack Guy Rye of NYYST here with our good pal Joe Rivera of the Sporting News. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Rivera SN. Joe, how you doing this morning? Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'd imagine that. Uh... 2017 looks a little bit different now, right? I feel pretty good right now for some reason. Um, I think that the Yankees now have a clear path to win everything and and piss off the entire world. Um, and they're not the most hated team in baseball anymore. So how can I not be happy? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to drop a little bit of news on you, so we'll see if that. Uh... It's the goodwill fades a little bit, but uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. All right, Joe. So the reason why we got you on today is because this cheating scandal has taken over Major League Baseball. We want to get your perspective on it, uh, you know. And over the past of the uh, over the course of the past week here, we saw four firings: Jeff Lunell, GM of the Astros, three managers, uh, AJ Hinch, Alex Cora, and Carlos Beltran all got ousted for their roles in the cheating scandal. Just uh, as a as a baseball fan, as a guy that covers the sport, how do you? What's your overall thoughts on this whole entire thing? You know, guys. I mean, it's 
it, it is so multifaceted, right? There are so many different things that go into this. Uh, it starts with the technology use that baseball wants teams to use. I think that what nobody's kind of talking about is that a lot of this falls on their shoulders because they haven't done a good job of policing how teams use electronics for years. And, and I think that it got to a point where pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope until teams start saying, whoa, that's a little bit too much now. Every team's got replay rooms. Every team has, has live game day access to pitchers, and they have all of that stuff with their, with, with their front offices and their analytics guys and people who break, break down, you know, is this, does this pitcher have a particular tell? Is he taking his pitches? Um, you know, they look at signs, they dissect signs. Like, this is something that every team does, all 30 teams do. But it gets to a point where, when are you? When is it too much, right? And I think that's what you saw with the Astros. So, uh, my overall thoughts are: I, I think that the punishment was about right for the Astros. I'm not too surprised that this stuff is all coming out now. I think that there are a lot more teams involved uh, when it comes when it comes to the science stealing stuff. But uh, I don't want to say the black eye on the sport. I think that's going too far. I just think that Major League Baseball hasn't done a good enough job over the last four or five years of of kind of policing how teams use this technology, and I think that not a lot of people were talking about. Joe, um, as far as the the penalty being just about right, I agree with you, and I I feel like there's maybe it's more Yankee fans that I'm exposed to that feel like they weren't hit harsh enough. Um, I think I actually I don't like the commissioner. I don't like some of the stuff he's tried to implement in the game, but I do really agree with him. I think he did a phenomenal job. My my issue, just a little, is we're in an age now where technology gives you everything at your fingertips. More and more things are coming out. More and more things are going to leak as as these things come out that certain players did certain things. Do you think the players were a little too protected? I know this union is so strong, but are you surprised that some players didn't get anything, even just a mention? other than Beltron, obviously, at the time. But are you shocked about that, or is the, is the union that strong? I was, I was a little bit surprised, but, um, you know, I'll tell you this. I think that part of the reason that players weren't named is because once you open that box, there's no turning back. Um, if you think about Astros players, I mean, you got to look at it from this point, that who benefited from this? Obviously, the team benefited, right? I mean, when you look at the stats between 2016, 2017, it's like night and day. Uh, their strikeout rate, they dropped it by like 6%. Their strikeout to walk ratio, I want to say they were the best or among the best of Major League Baseball. It wasn't even close. So, obviously, players were benefited from it, but you can't really quantify how much um, of that is because of the sign stealing and how much of that is just because of the progression of a culture how much work he's putting in uh, during the offseason. So I, I just think that once you start naming players, you're going to have to name everybody, and you have to hand out the sense to everybody. I have a former uh, major league pitcher actually reach out to me on Twitter unprovoked, and we got he spoke about this a little bit, and he said, and I asked him about this, I said, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think is going on? And he tells me, you know, if you suspend the Astros, you're going to have to suspend half of Major League Baseball. Um, because that's that's how how far ranging it is and how wide it is. So I, I do think that maybe they were a little too protected. But I think if you start naming guys, 
um, you're going to have to go down that road of, of you have to uncover everything, every team, every player that's doing this because uh, in the interest of fairness for these teams, I think that you have to start, if you name the Astros players, then you have to start naming everybody else. So I think that's why Manfred did it. He kept protecting the guys, he's protecting the league, but at the same time, he's kind of sending a strong message saying, listen, we will ruin your organization. We will take these picks away from you. We will suspend your manager, your general manager. It doesn't matter who you are, how much you knew. Uh, I think that that's really what he's going for here, for uh, wanting to wanting to punish the players fully. And I, I think you, you brought up a great point with how Major League Baseball has kind of done a poor job at policing this whole scandal and that there were there are rumors that they, they might have known about this since, what, 2014? So yeah, th- this might have been oh, something oh, that oh, let me. I'll tell you guys this. Um, I had I have a source right that tells me that this goes back. Uh, we know it goes back to the '80s because Jack McDowell said with Tony Larusa stealing signs mm-hmm. in the '80s using monitors to steal signs. I I can tell you from what one uh, one source told me that this goes back to at least 2005 with the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers were doing this for a very long time. But Joe, and Joe. I, let me just, yeah. I just got to cut you off just to clarify. Uh-huh. Doing what exactly? Stealing signs illegally using extra technology? Devices. Devices? Yeah. Wow. Stealing, stealing technology using monitors and, and using any technology you can get. Uh, I was told by the source, and I, this one source told me this, I have not been able, I just want to be very clear when I say this, I have not been able to confirm independently with my own reporting as to how far this goes, but from what this source told me, the Dodgers have been doing this since at least 2005, uh, using technology to sign, um, and it varies year to year. I was told that the Yankees have been doing this in years past. Um, I, I was told that the Yankees have three separate camera feeds set up in the outfield, left center and left field, uh, where they were dissecting picture signs that would have immediacy. Um, that was as recent as to, uh, 2016. Now, the important thing to me is because of the Boston sign stealing with the Apple Watch that happened in September of that year, or in August of that year, a, a memorandum was sent to all 30 major league squads that basically said, cut the crap um, from Rob Manfred. We don't want to start pushing this. We want this to go any further. So I haven't been able to confirm whether or not the Yankees were doing it after. From what it sounded like it was still before the whole Apple Watch stuff came out and before Joe Torre sent a memo to all 30 teams uh, in the 2018 uh, spring training, or the month before spring training started. But I was told the Yankees have done it. I was told the Dodgers, the Brewers, uh, the Rangers have, have been on this. I, I, again, I think all 30 teams, in some way, shape, or form, are probably doing something that they're not supposed to do. Except for the Orioles, but, right? Uh, Except for the <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, there's, there's, you can tell the Orioles what was coming. The catcher could tell the batter what was coming. I don't think it would have uh, won them more than let's 50 hope, games, but uh, Let's hope they weren't cheating. <laughs> I'm going to – don't be offended if I cut out from the part when you said uh, the Yankees cheated in no, 20 well, – Yeah, really, Joe. Up until now. I mean – You're just I doing mean, a listen, really good job is, of trying to not come on the show anymore, I, I think. Like, like I feel like guys like that, and this is – you know, I don't. I haven't been able to confirm independently. I've tried. Um, everyone that I tried to spoke to, to to have have come up empty. Uh, whether or not they, whether they don't want to talk about it, or they just don't have enough information. But um, my source 
team very, very adamant that this is happening with for more than the last year it's been happening with a lot of teams. And I never see the Yankees plant a podcast, obviously, but I was told the Brewers, I was told the Yankees, the Rangers, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, obviously. Um, I've been told a, a lot of teams have been on, in on this. So uh, I don't I don't think it's an Astro-specific thing, but I do think that there's a delineation where you have to look at um, if teams were doing this after 2017, after the whole Apple Watch thing came out, after um, 2018 spring training when Joe Torrey and Rob Manfred uh, sent out the, the – the notice to all three teams saying this is what you can use replay for, this is what you can, uh, how far you can go with it. If teams were doing it after that point, then there's a serious problem. But uh, maybe it's the night of the team me that says a lot of these teams stopped in 2017 after the watch stuff came out. But uh, it's something that's been happening for a long, long time. And I think the Astros are just the ones that got caught doing it. And, and for this reason alone, just thinking of it this way, I of course you blame the Houston Astros, but you 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 got to blame Major League Baseball no, for uh, once like, again. It's just like steroids; no, they're, they're being reactive instead of proactive. It's exactly how they handle steroids. Does. They knew it was going on; they hit it. And uh, Joe, do you think that, is this worse than steroids, or is this or is this maybe not as as bad as what was going on in the nineties? I don't think it's as bad. I'll say it's different, right? Because steroids for a lot of players, uh, I mean, if you've read Game of Shadows, the book kind of put the, all the, uh, the Balco and all that stuff on uh, Barry Bonds on blast. If you read that, you'd know that a lot of these players do it for individual success and wanting to get paid and wanting to be in the spotlight. But I think this is more of a team thing, right? So it kind of depends what you value they are. They got cheating against you know, 25 other guys in the dugout or 25 guys cheating at, at the same time. And there's no real tangible way to quantify how these guys were advancing. I don't think it's as bad. I think but, um, it's, it's still questionable because if everybody's cheating, then nobody's cheating, right? Even if you believe that um, half the guys were, were juicing at the time, you're still an individual thing. Whereas this is, it's a whole team thing, but you have to kind of assume that other teams are doing it too. So uh, I don't think it's as bad. I think that Major League Baseball, maybe they saw, you know, a lot of talks been made about the juice baseball guys, right? We know how much, you know, how long that's been dissected and how much people have been speaking about juice baseball. But what if sign stealing is actually a byproduct of what we've seen with home runs and offense over the last few years, right? Um, that's maybe a good that's point. Part of it too. Maybe that's maybe that's why Major League Baseball doesn't want to go that deep into this because if home runs are up, if offense is up, then you know maybe not Rob Manfred doesn't want to get too much into it. So you know, I'm sorry, but this is just result because you'll never know a hundred percent who was and who wasn't. Um, but with with this, it's, it's just different the way you you kind of have to do it. All right, Joe. So we know that Alex Cora bit the bullet for his role in the Houston scandal, but we also know that the Boston Red Sox are also being investigated for some stuff that they were up to in 2018. What do you expect to come out of this investigation with the Red Sox? Is Alex Cora done as a as having a job in Major League Baseball going forward? Because if he's going to be popped for two organizations, what he did in Houston and in Boston, he's going to have to have a hard time finding somebody that would put him back on the bench, don't you think so? Yeah. Oh, um, and again, if, he, if he's the ringleader, like he was kind of painted in the in the report from Major League Baseball, then I just don't see uh, how he rebounds from this because 
then you're talking about two organizations where he implements this and uh, it resulted in, in two World Series, right? So um, when you look at it, when you look at the Red Sox between 2017 and 2018, you look at their stats and everybody knew they were putting together a historic season. And then you kind of have to question how much of this was because of what they were doing. Um, I'm not sure what's going to come out. Uh, I think that Core is, you know, he's looking at at least a two year suspension, maybe a lifetime ban, maybe you know, an indefinite suspension with, you know, eligibility That makes sense too. But when you look at these organizations and the fact that they were reaping the benefits of doing this by winning championships, it's not like it's a five or a ten game improvement, but you win games, you're winning championships, you're winning pennants. I think that it's not unfair to question how legitimate it was. Uh, if, if you're out of school, man, that's tough. I think a two-year two-year ban at the, at the minimum, maybe a lifetime ban, if, if it's, it's as damning as, as people seem to speculate it is, uh, two organizations do that for him and getting caught, getting popped for him. The reason that he wasn't levied that suspension that for Major League Baseball is because there's the worst is yet to come, essentially. So, uh, we'll see how it works out, but he's going to get he's going to get hammered this time by this. Uh, I think a minimum of two years. Joe, what's your take on the whole Beltron thing? Because I love, I mean, I love Carlos Beltron. I was actually excited to see him and what he could do with the Mets. But you know what? I think everyone thinks it's unfair that he's the only player named in this, but I think the commissioner had an obligation to name him because the whole point of this whole thing is we need to end the cheating. We need to assure people. We need to now that betting is legal. Let's take it to, to there. We need to assure them because of the money we generate that there is no more cheating. The commissioner was obligated at that point because of Beltron's um, you know, involvement to say that he was that involved because he's managing a team now. If any other prior player was as involved as him from that year, from 2017, and managing a team, they would have they would have been named as well. Right. I think that's I, I think that's fair to a point, right? And some people are saying, well, he was named because uh, he's retired. But remember, Brian McCann was on that team, and he's recently retired, and. I just don't know what's worse. Is the guy that implements it or is it the other 24 guys in the clubhouse saying, you yeah, know, let's go, let's go along with this and let's not stop it. Right. So, um, I, I, you know, I don't think it's fair. I really don't guys. I, I just don't. Um, because if you have to name so what I said before, if you name one guy, then you have to name all 24. You have to name everybody that, that knew about this. And, whether or not Carlos Beltran was at the top of it, the report says he kind of helped refine the way that they were stealing signs and he streamlined the process a little bit, which is fine. But if this is something that was, you know, a, a collaborative effort, uh, player-driven is what the report says a few times, then you can't just name him and nobody else. Yeah, and but Joe, that- but Joe, the, the, the whole point of this is to expose the people at the top of their teams, the people who are in charge. If Brian McCann was a manager right now, he and, and he was had that type of involvement, he would have been named too. He would have had that target on his back also. The whole point is that they can't have people because it did leak out even before they even before they confirmed Beltron's involvement. People knew that Beltron was one of the ringleaders. It was said. And for him to be now managing a team 
they had to cover their own ass. And I'm sure if McCann was too, look, if we're going to sit here and say he was a player at the time, so we shouldn't have named him now, then we might as well just not have named anyone back from 2017 because it was two years ago. So screw it. This guy's a manager now. He's a manager. He has much more power now. If he did it then, he's going to do it now. I I don't think that's unfair. Uh, And I certainly see both sides of the argument because this is something I wrestled with back and forth myself. But when I look at it, he wasn't on the team in 2018, right? And I understand maybe his fingerprints were still on that, you know, what the Astros were doing in 2018. But he was out of the game for a year. I think that you have to give him an opportunity to just get it right. And um, if he goes, if he walks into the next, the interview with the Mets and he says, listen, I had nothing to do with this. I had no idea what was happening. That's one thing. But if the Mets are pleading ignorance and they don't, and Brody doesn't ask these questions or, you know, Jeff Wolpon doesn't ask these questions to Carlos Beltran, listen, how involved were, were you with this? And he lies to their, I, I think that, you know, if he's honest with them then, then it's kind of okay. You have, I think looking at it, you have to give him the opportunity to set it right. Uh, maybe have a press conference, maybe address it with the team and the owner. I don't think you can can him right away. Because at the end of the day, he's going to be not only out of a job, but out of baseball uh, for the foreseeable future if he gets caught again. And if he takes, should he take the field with them in spring training if he was still manager, and he's going to be under MLB's eye the entire season, and he's going to be scrutinized and, they're going to be all over him, making sure he's not doing anything wrong. So I, I, I don't know if it was right for him to do his job. I understand the point is, you know, to expose these people and, and to make sure that uh, the organization know who they're getting in bed with when it comes to their manager. And I get all that. But at the same time, it just, it just doesn't feel there's something not right about just naming him nobody else and then holding him accountable for his actions. Even if he escapes suspension, um, he was going to lose his job, and we saw him lose his job, and that just doesn't seem, that doesn't fit right with me. Joe, just to clarify, too, I and I don't we don't have to go too crazy on the Beltron stuff, but I agree with you in that sense. I meant more of the commissioner's job of naming him because he wasn't charged. I actually would have been fine with the Mets addressing the situation, having Beltron address it, and I think they could have moved on from it because he was a player. I just meant right. really it, people are outraged that he was named and I just, I see why it happened. That's all. But I agree with you right. in that sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he should have been named and he obviously was named. It's just so curious to me that uh, I, I just don't get, I understand that he's a manager now, but if everybody and they interviewed 23 players, they interviewed 68 people overall if they interview these guys and everybody benefited in one way or the other, then you should be naming everybody that benefited from it. Even if they say they didn't, everybody on that team should pay for it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see why he was named. I understand people are saying, well, maybe he wasn't protected by union rights, but he was a player at the time. So he was protected by union rights. Uh, the same thing with the can, but you can obviously wasn't named. The can's not managing the team, but, I don't understand why he wasn't named and, and felt time was. Joe, we could talk about this cheating garbage until we're blue in the face. I, honestly, I'm kind of sick of it. It <laughs> yeah, is, a big, you know it what, is a big story. But we are approaching uh, pitchers and catchers reporting in, the, in another couple of weeks. So while we got you on here, let's, uh, let's shift focus here, talk about a little actual baseball on-field type stuff. 
Obviously, we know the Yankees got the big fish in the ocean this year. They went out, they signed Gary Cole to a bunch of money. Uh, but outside, so you could say maybe they won the offseason because of that. But outside of the Yankees, who, via, you know, via big trade or free agency, who had the best offseason out of the other 29 clubs in Major League Baseball? I'll tell you what, I, I absolutely love what the White Sox did um, this offseason. I really do. And I know a lot of players got signed, and obviously the big, the big money guys got signed really quick, but the White Sox signed Rosmani Grandal, who's one of the best pitch framers in, in, in baseball among catchers, obviously. Uh, they go out and they signed Dallas Keuchel, who's going to lead up there. He's going to be the veteran presence in that, in that rotation. He's got young arms, obviously, and he's just and, and uh, Michael Kopech will be coming back. I hope he pans out. But I really like what the White Sox did. I think they're, they're a really kind of sexy team right now because they already had a good core in place with Juan Moncada. They have Nick Madrigal, who will be on the way up. He's, he's going to be he's a top prospect in baseball. Um, they trade for Lamar Mazzara, who I understand his numbers aren't as pretty as they were in the first two seasons of his career. But um, he's, I, I think that he's, a 25-30 home run spread. Uh, so I really like what the White Sox did, did this offseason. Um, I, I think that they're a team that kind of got tired of, of missing out on the big-name free agents. Yeah, there's some skepticism of what kind of contracts they were willing to hand out to guys. Were they actually, you know, $250 million as opposed to three hundred with $50 million of that, um, you know, coming on the back end or after players retire or after a but uh, I, I think they kind of got tired of saying, you know what, we're not missing out anymore. Let's make these incremental upgrades now, and we're going to get better in division that's pretty weak. You know, I, I'm not sure if I'm believing in the Twins for a second year in a row, even even though they had a big year last year. You know, that offense is still legit, even with Josh Donaldson. I just look at their pitching, and I don't see if they can do it again this year. Who knows what the Indians are going to be? And, and obviously the Royals and the Tigers are in the middle of, you know, of a rebuild, and I don't know when they're going to be good. So I think the White Sox had a really good offense. They're benefiting from the division around them that isn't that great. And I think when you can bring in a guy like Keiko and get him years at the game, I think he's got something left, and he's going to be throwing to one of the best pitch framers in baseball in uh, and, and Yasmani Guandal. I think that's, that's going to be a home run, no pun intended, all the way around for them. Well, they did. They also signed uh, the Parrot Man, Edwin Encarnacion. That's so. a nice yes, pickup. Don't forget this guy, too. I mean, as long as it's not the they just gotta, Yeah, they just got to release him before the postseason. Remember, Mike, is it Kopech or Kopech? Kopech? The, the oh, hard thrower oh, that they got uh, from the Red Sox for sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back from Tom. I think it was Tommy John. Yeah, Tommy John surgery. He'll be ready for spring training. Who knows? If he could pan out, then that, that rotation's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like what the White Sox did, man. I, yeah, I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still questions in that bullpen. I mean, there's 25 or 24 teams in Major League Baseball that can probably ask the same question: is what, what do we do on the bullpen? But um, I, I do think overall they, they made strides to improve their team. And while it wasn't a big splash name like a Strasburg or whoever else, they made really good signings that that help supplement what they already have. And and I like. And I like what they're doing moving forward. It makes a lot of sense to them. Joe, what I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole Cole signing? Did he get what you kind of expected? Do you think he puts the Yankees over the top? And lastly, just as a clubhouse guy, do you know much about him? He seems like he has a really good head on his shoulders. Um, and I'm I was immediately after his press conference just 
beyond excited, you know, from what we know he's capable of, just to see what kind of guy he was. Right. So I'll tell you this, guys. The, the press conference that you see on TV, is that's always for the cameras, right? And we know that from uh, him holding up the sign. That's like the showman part of it. When you really get to the nitty-gritty is when you sit down with the actual written media, which all these press conferences, they have a written media section, which is where you get to ask questions to the for, you know, 25, 30 minutes. And I, in front of, I want to say about 30 New York media members, uh, all writers, obviously, I'm not sure I've seen a guy that comfortable in his own skin answering questions. Maybe Aaron Boone, when he was introduced as the manager, but this was the guy he was talking to you like he was sitting next to him at a bar. Like, he was using plain language. I mean, he, was, he wasn't afraid to curse. He wasn't afraid to just tell it to you plain. Um, and, and he just, I'm telling you, he just looks like a guy that's built for New York. And from speaking with Matt Blake before, you know, obviously New Yankees pitching coach before that, and, and speaking with Cashman and, and all these guys that have had um, Hal Steinbrenner, there's one word, and I wrote about this after his press conference, there's one word, and it's just special, right? And he's a special player, he's a special talent, but what does that mean, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, you see, you see it all come out on, on every fifth day when he pitches and you see why he's good, but what makes a special player? And you hear about his drive, his, his desire to get better every single day, his desire to do things better every day. Um, the way that he embraces teammates, his teammates already apparently love him, and, and they all, uh, everybody in New York loves him already. So um, I, I think the money is about late. The second that Strasburg signed for what he signed, I think that he was easily going to get the three hundred million dollars. Uh, so three twenty four doesn't really surprise me. And if and and if that's uh, and if the Yankees do that that weird uh, option thing where they pick him up for that tenth year if he decides to opt out, I mean. Three hundred and what is it? Sixty million dollars. Do the math for him is is unbelievable. I mean that's that's a lot of money, but um, that's about right. It's what he deserves. It's what he's earned. He's the greatest creation pitcher that we've ever seen, um, given age production. So uh, the money that he got was about right, and, and we'll see if he can if he can do it for the next six or seven years at minimum. Joe, so his former team, the Astros, this is, you know, they're embroiled in this scandal. Uh, they really didn't make any additions. They're pretty much bringing back the same team, although they have a major loss in Garrett Cole. Is the cheating scandal going to hover over them enough this year where they're not really going to be a factor, or do you still see them being a major force in the American League this year? You know, it's a great question. I I'm not sure anybody knows for a fact, right? I mean, you want to say these guys are all talented, and I certainly believe that they're talented. I mean, Alex Bregman was a top pick. Carlos Correa, I understand he's been inconsistent and injured the last few years, but he was a top pick. Jose Altuve, former MVP, but maybe that comes with an asterisk now. I mean, who knows? I don't really think anybody can look at the Astros with 100% certainty and say, yeah, they're still a legitimate team. I think they're a talented team. Um, we're going to see how much of that uh, obviously, they made it back to the World Series this year, and the MLB report says that they weren't cheating. I don't know uh, if it's just Major League Baseball kind of half assed the last part of the investigation because they didn't want to really find out, uh, you know, too much about it, if that makes sense. Um, so I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, to be honest with you. I don't think, I don't think you can look at the Astros team with 100% certainty and say, yeah, they're the team that won the World Series in 2017. I just don't see how you can do that. I, I don't. Um, I understand the last last season they stopped 
Um, they stopped using the trash can banging. Uh, there was no evidence that they used it in the postseason, and they lost to the Red Sox, who apparently were cheating <laughs> all of 2018. So um, we're going to see. We're going to see what they are this year. I still think that they're a very talented team. Obviously, they lose Garrett Cole. I, I, they still have a talented core. I just don't know how good they're going to be without using uh, you know, methods that aren't exactly clean uh, to the game. You know, what's going to save them is that they play in a pretty bad division, if we're going to be fair about it. I mean, outside, if you really look at the American League as a whole, there's the Yankees, and then it seems like everybody else, right, this year? Yeah. Yeah, I do, guys. I think that this is... And we're not just saying that because, you know, we're trying to play to our audience. I mean, as as of being fair, you know, having a fair perspective about it, you know, really the two teams that you would think would challenge them the most, the Red Sox, you know, we all know their issues. They're trying to, you know kind of rebuild on the fly here as well they got their own you know they're they're out of manager and then you look at Houston even if even if you take all the cheating stuff away losing Garrett Cole and having him go to your biggest rival for a pennant you know that's a big swing in in you know in power right there so I mean unless right. some, and and it's going to come down to how much do you trust the Rays or the, the Twins to you know be legitimate forces in the in the postseason really yeah and, you know, I, I love the Rays, guys. I mean, I've been on this podcast before. I mean, they're built to win now. They're built to win for the next five years when you look at their farm system. And, and uh, you hope Brent Honeywell gets healthy. Uh, he's, he was one of their top prospects. He was dealing with some serious arm issues the last few years. Um, they're going to get bored. They're going to have Blake Snell for a full year again. You're going to have Tyler Lockstell, who dealt with a lot of injuries this year. I think that the Rays are a really good team, and, they're obviously not afraid to be unorthodox, and they took the Astros to Game Five in the ALDS in an incredibly entertaining series. And and that Game Five, I mean, when you look at that, it could have gone either way, right? Um, so it's it's tough for me to kind of paint a picture of contenders in the American League against the Yankees. I just think that this is you said it for the last two years that this is their year, right? I think that last year was up there for them. Obviously, they were kind of missing that guy that number one guy, then they got him in Garrett Cole. I understand that maybe pitching wasn't the reason that they lost in the ALCS, but if they were to push it to a game seven, then Garrett Cole is going to be waiting there to face it in the game seven. So um, I don't know. It's, it's tough for me to look at the American League and say, yeah, this is a team that's definitely going to challenge the Yankees when that just hasn't been the case for the last year or two now. So uh, if the Astros if the Astros take a, take a little bit of a hit, I mean, we're talking maybe 10 games, I don't know. Uh, and we're going to see what Boston is. Obviously, they performed last year, so it's tough to see where they where they turn it around this year when they've had a really really quiet off season. And obviously, with all the Mookie Betts trade rumors, if, if he's staying or going, I mean, who really knows? But uh, it's tough to look at the American League and say that there's any teams that are on the plane of the Yankees, especially if the Twins get spanked the way they do in the postseason again by the Yankees. It just seems like they're they're destined to always lose to them, but. I think New York's probably the best in the American League, and when you're looking at the, at the whole shebang, I think it might be the best in baseball when you when you consider Garrett Cole too uh, added to that team. It's just tough to see who's going to be better than them this year. All right, Joe. One last question, and we'll let you go. Outside of the Orioles, who do you think is <laughs> who's your early take biggest surprise? And let's let's make it a little more difficult on you. Let's let's exclude the uh, White Sox too, because we know you're high on them. Outside of uh, the White Sox and of course your your Orioles, who do you think uh, who do you think's the biggest surprise in twenty twenty? 
Chris Davis, man, I mean, when you take the Orioles away from me, I mean, that's... It's really tough. I got Chris Davis down for comeback player of the year. They still have Chris Davis, so, I mean, <laughs> they have a chance. You never know, guys. You never know in baseball, man. I mean, the Orioles won a game against the Yankees last season, so uh, we'll see. But, they won a series you know, against the Yankees last year. They won oh that my first, goodness. right? Uh, they, yeah. They won that first series, and in, in, and then the Yankees won, what, 16 straight against Yeah, them? yep. How quick we are to forget, I guess, the legendary uh, 2019 Orioles. But, <laughs> you know, I, it, it's tough. I think it's we're, we're still in that stage of you look at all these teams in Major League Baseball, and it's it's very obvious that teams like the Tigers, uh, the Royals are rebuilding teams, and the Mariners aren't really any good. Uh, it looks like they're heading in the right direction for once. It looks like Jerry Cota finally settled down and, and taken, taken a direction. But I think just on the Joe Madden effect alone, I think the Angels could be a fun team to watch. I really do. Um you look at how talented they are on offense. You add Anthony Rendon to that offense, Mike Trout, and presumably have a full year of Shohei Um, Could be that number one guy that they've been missing. I think that they, they desperately needed Derek Cole, and, and they didn't obviously they didn't get him. But if you have Otani, who's going to be you know a pretty decent hitter along with a pretty a, a pretty good pitcher, I think that they could be a team to watch. Now, like I mentioned before. The, the questions are always going to be in the bullpen, right? And and always with pitching, you can point to 25 teams in Major League Baseball and say pitching is the problem. It's, it doesn't grow on trees. It's not easy to build pitching staff. You guys, Yankee, as Yankee fans, you know that. It's, it's tough. But um, I think that the Angels could be a fun team to watch. I don't know if they're, if they're wild card. I don't know if they're division contenders for a fact yet, but they could be in the hunt for a wild card, uh, especially if, if, if Rendon settles in there. I think one could be good enough to out out hit people. I think we saw that with the Twins this year, and um, if they can if they can keep that momentum going, maybe get another arm uh, at some point during the season if they can trade for one. I think that they're a team that could be a lot of fun to watch. They could be a surprising team, and I think that could have a lot to do with it. Hey Joe, you know what was a lot of fun? I'm gonna give you a cheap plug here. You know your your article on Hey Arnold that you got pinned to your Twitter profile, which is at Joe Rivera SN. I actually read it this morning. I've been to read it for a few days, but I actually sat down and read it today. It is a good love. It's a, it's like a love letter to baseball, and I think everybody listening to this podcast should definitely go out there and read it because it really puts into perspective about your feelings of the game as a child to now as more you know as you're an adult where. You see things more innocently, and then that one part of the where where you were talking about where this guy's just walking down the street and says, "Oh, he's a bum," you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I I would I really implore everybody to go out there and 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 read that, and then maybe it's on. Uh, I think Haley Arnold's on Hulu, so check that out. Check out the episode as well. Yo, I appreciate that, guys. And yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it's just kind of background noise that you just got it on in the background, and and like I mentioned, nostalgia can be. Uh, can be a poison. It, it really can. Uh, because some things that, you know, you watch shows from, you watch movies from 20, 30 years ago, and you say to yourself, you know, this isn't as good as I remember it being. But then you watch that episode of Hey Arnold with, with Nikki Kaline, and it really puts into, I don't, again, I don't know if this was by writer design that they wanted to have something as, as deep and meaningful of, about this, or they just wanted to put a cutesy story together. But, uh, you see a lot of the symbols in that episode, like two with the show in general, and, and rewatching some of the episodes now. I mean, it, it's crazy to see how many adult themes are in it. Um, Mr. Simmons was was actually gay, and that was concerned. Uh, that was uh, confirmed by 
uh, the series creator, Craig Bartlett. Helga's mom was an alcoholic, uh, which is, uh, you don't really realize it when you're a kid, but then yeah. you're making Bloody Marys, you know, in the morning, which is <laughs> on, on the show, which is pretty crazy. Um, when you're, when you're 28, 29 years old, then, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great show. It was a, it was a wonderful episode. And I think that any baseball fan, if you're a baseball fan now, you, you go back and watch that episode. It'll, It'll really tug at your heartstrings a little bit. It does, Joe, because, you know, when you were nine years old watching baseball, you know, it was like you got excited to see your favorite player. You didn't care that he was at the end of his career or what, your his, hero. Or what his friggin' Woba was. You know, you <laughs> didn't give a sh- You didn't care about that type of thing. You just excited to watch the game. You had the wonder and awe of, you know, the first time, like for me, when I, you remember walking and seeing the grass at Yankee oh. Stadium and you didn't care about you know defensive zone ratings or, or that type of stuff you just the pure love of the game and I think your article really brings that out and bring you know re, kind of reminds you why you fell in love with the game in the I gotta first say place. I'm very intrigued to read this article now you did a very good job just now okay. that wasn't a cheap that wasn't a cheap plug that was a good plug and that guess, was a genuine and guess plug. who Mickey Kaline played for in Hey Arnold, what was the team name? The Black the Hill, Sox. The Hillwood Black Sox. The Black Sox. <laughs> wow. Tying it all Sox. together, right, they Joe? They knew. Someone knew. <laughs> oh, Joe, we thank you for uh, joining us here on Sunday morning to talk about this cheating scandal and some uh, baseball actual on-field stuff as we approach spring training. I'm sure we'll touch base again along the way. So uh, follow Joe on Twitter, at Joe Rivera SN. Joe, thank you very much Joe, for joining us today. Thank you. Gentlemen, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure as always, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Later, pal. All right, Joe Rivera. Uh, good stuff. You know, this. Uh, you, you were getting mad, but I can't. I mean, you know, how much more are we going to talk about this cheating scandal? No, I mean, no, no. I, I wasn't getting mad. I, I was just going to say to you, and I know we still have more, you know. We there's have more, more stuff to, is going to come out about this, and we're going to have to talk about yeah, it more. But I just had a I, lot of requests, and people were excited to hear us just really break this shit down. It is a big deal. I understand it. But, you know, as we, as we were talking about this Hey Arnold thing that Joe did, it, it's not what I love about baseball. I understand it's a big story, but you almost want to, like, you know, the Yankees are going to report to spring training on February. You know, the pitchers and catchers are going to be there February 12th. It's just, like, just get me there. We have and too so, much to be excited about to get caught up too much in this right it's now. just like get me there i you know like i tweeted this the other day that i i said i hope this carlos beltran firing is the last of the last shoe to drop with this because all i just want to see garrett cole walk on the steinbrenner field wearing an ny cap that's it i want to see him wearing pinstripes i want to see sevy healthy you know i want to see the big man i want to see number 99 smacking you know home runs again this is what i'm in it for like yeah yeah, cheating. We understand it's a big deal, but you know, like I just, I, I wanted to go away, and I just, I just wanted and to I'll, be baseball. And again. you know what? You want to find a silver lining in all of this, from what Joe just said, and it was actually one of my favorite moments. We've had Joe on the show a lot, and what he said about Garrett Cole was one of my favorite moments of him being on the show, in just the kind of guy, the kind of character he is. Regardless of not winning a World Series in the last ten years, it brought us, you know. The Astros cheating could have maybe stopped the Yankees or any other team from winning. But guess what? It brought us to the point that we're at now. We just signed a guy for 10 years who is not only the best pitcher in baseball, but he just seems like he's going to be an an awesome guy to follow and to have on this team and, and to support over the next however many years. So you know what? Screw it. The Astros cheated. They won their World Series. 
we haven't won one in 10 years, but we have way too much to be excited about to, to even give a shit anymore and just, and just look forward. All right. I know that uh, you had several requests to do this, so I'll let you close out the show with this. You said you wanted to uh, you wanted to rip FanDuel. Yeah, let bit. me t- no, not FanDuel. Draft. Draft. I'm sorry. I, I, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is bullshit. Anyone listening to this, do not give a dime to DraftKings unless they give me my money back, and I will make it just clear. his money, not yours. No, no, everyone's <laughs> money that they did this to. If you go on Twitter right now, type in type in in the search DraftKings. That's what I did last night because I was like, you know what? I'm not the only one who placed this bet, was told I won, and then and then they changed it to a loss. Now, this might bore people, but I don't care. There's got to be people out there listening that also place this bet McGregor. I placed a bet that McGregor would win the match, have the most takedowns, and the most strikes or something solid strikes even a takedown in that fight no that wasn't a takedown that technically whatever the technicality is it wasn't a takedown so Ryan, did you see the fight yeah yeah so i think he just beat the crap out of him that was it that being said the ticket did not pop because there was no takedown he didn't win in takedown so i should have never been rewarded the money however it is the sportsbook's duty to deem that ticket either a winner or a loss or a loser. They deemed it a winner. The money was funded to my account. And then they decided, now nah, you know what? We made a mistake. We're going to deem it a loser now and take it back. Here's my question. What if I, what if I bet? What if I was someone who was just in a really bad spot in my life? I had X amount of dollars left and I was like, look, this is it. I'm going to place it on this bet. And I won $20,000 that would have been life-changing for me at the time. And I saw that. And then all of a sudden, two minutes later, I see that it's gone. What kind of, I mean, their biggest thing on the, you know, on the terms and terms of service, whatever, is if you are funded money in error, we ha- we reserve the right to take that money back. Well, I wasn't funded in error. I was funded on a winning ticket that you di- you told me was a winning ticket. So at the time I was funded, that was not an error. An error would have been if you told me the ticket was a loss, yet my account still got money. That's an error in funding. You made the error on your end by deeming it a winner. I should have my money back in my account. Do not use DraftKings. They are scummy pricks. That's what I will call them, scummy pricks. Do not use them. You cannot trust them. End of story. Sorry. And I will and I and I will I will take back, I will what is it, redact that statement if they do right. There was there were hundreds of people going crazy last night. Hundreds. Thousands. Thousands. Maybe millions. But trillions. Here's the thing. They did it too. They did it so quick, they were hoping that no one even checked their thing to realize that they had made the mistake. Imagine a real sports book. If I was like, Oh, here's my ticket. And they were like, yep, this is a winner. Here's, here's your money. And then I went home. What would they do? Come to my house and take it back. Well, there was a story about someone who lives, lives by us that I, I think it also might've been DraftKings where he placed the bet. And for some reason there was a glitch in the odds. So his, his odds somehow went to two fifty to one odds. So he bet a certain amount, and he ended up winning like $60,000. So they took that money away from him, but he sued them, 
and he ends up he ended up winning the case. Well, he here's got the, the money. Th- here's it's the thing similar with that. to yours. It's just his was sixty k, and there, yours was. It is clear much. in their terms of service or whatever you want to call them house rules that if there's a glitch in the system on odds, that they have they reserve the right to take the money back. Now there is also verbiage that they have the right to take the money back in error of funding. My my fight against it is there was no error. You are the person who tells me if I won or lost. You told me I won. So a winning ticket gets paid out. At the time I was funded, it was not an error in funding. It was an error in decision. So there was no error in funding. Give me my fucking money. Bada bang. All right, you good? Good. Okay. Well, that should wrap up episode 162, and we just lost... You know, whatever following we had, because Chris, no, they're Chris lost on a ticket that he had no business winning on, and he just complained about it like a whiny baby. So no, listen, go. hey, I I don't know, man. When it comes to money like that, people dude, people appreciate that hearing that eight dollars, and he's gonna ruin. But I'll tell you, what, ruin the whole whole viewership. No, it was a it was a good chunk of money. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing this over just oh, some bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean, eleven bucks. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey, man, that's why you got to be careful with these things. Well, that's why everyone's like, nah. You know, the old school people are like, I'm not betting online. Well, now I get it. I get it. Because a book, if a bookie came to me and said, yep, you won. Here's your money. You think he'd, you think he'd be knocking on my door uh, two hours later saying, hey, uh, buddy, I messed up there. Yeah. Uh, give me my money back. A bookie, a street bookie? Yeah, he probably would. No, he probably wouldn't because you want to know why? They respect They respect. The fact that they made the error, mm, so um, you know what? Own own your mistake. Street bookies own own your mistake. Street bookies and respect. Mm. They got that respect. All right. So thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, that guy, Rye. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.